We're going to get this right one of these Woo! times. No, it's not fine. going to be night. It's not going to be tonight. Hello and welcome to Funny Science Fiction, the live edition. That's right. Funny Science Fiction, the live edition, where we routinely make mistakes before we get the show started. So, and Kathleen you know, has an avalanche off of her desk. You know, I, I had a whole nother, you know, self-deprecating intro uh, ready to go, but I think we'll just stick with that one. <laughs> I think our presence is self-deprecating enough. Exactly. Uh, but I'm going to give it a try anyway. All right. So welcome to the Funny Science Fiction. My voice just cracked. That's awesome. That's going to be going on <laughs> in perpetu- years old again. into perpetuity. That's great. That's good. All right. So welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. Uh, the live edition, of course. The podcast that tried to say Kwisatz Haderach three times fast and accidentally summoned the friendly Zool puppies from Ghostbusters instead. Whoopsies. I can't do it. Sorry. Quizetch. All right. Yeah. So let's see. We've already got Wass in the house. Happy Monday. We're taking that off the screen. He's posting blasphemous things. And Jason Taylor says, hi, Greg Brady. I mean, Tim. Who's posting blasphemous things? Your husband. He's talking about the the season that's coming that we don't discuss. 50 days Uh, until winter? So anyway, uh, it was nice to have Kathleen with us, too. I got to put her back on the screen quickly because she will actually leave the show for the night. <laughs> I will. I'm not going to bed if you kick me out. You muted yourself, Tim. I'm not muted. <laughs> she can hear me. I can hear you. Uh, that's, that's a you problem, Nick. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> you had Tim muted. <laughs> All right. We are off to a screaming start, folks. This well, is- Welcome, everybody. <laughs> Before we get into tonight's show, we need to say thanks to our show partners, River City Tees and Level Up Lightsabers. Let's roll that beautiful nerd footage. With over 700 designs to choose from, River City Tees has something for everyone. Need some new nerd merch? River City Tees has you covered. Need funny or sarcastic designs? River City Tees has you covered. Are you looking for a new logo or custom design? Whether you need one or 100, River City Tees has you covered with multiple colors and options for each and every design. With things to choose from like shirts, hoodies, phone cases, coffee mugs, and so much more. Be sure to follow River City Tees on Facebook and Instagram. If you do, you'll get the latest on designs and information about upcoming sales. River City Tees, let's make a shirt together. All right, that's half of our show sponsors. The other half, everybody's favorite. Level up, lightsabers! This one right here. Unless you're new here, and if you are, welcome. Please like and subscribe. Otherwise, you know. Episode description, link, thingy, comments. It's all down there. Go buy a lightsaber. It's in the thing. Go buy a lightsaber. (laughs) Buy a lightsaber. The thing that's not on the screen. Forget about your rent. Go buy a lightsaber. I'm getting there, Nick. You boss me around. (laughs) And tonight, we welcome back to the show, Mick, Mick, Mick. Casey, 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 from the Scene Snobs. Welcome back, guys. Thank Thanks for so having much. us. It's so Thank great you for to not be running here. away when Tim said you could. Uh, yeah, what is this rinky-dink operation you guys have here, giving me fake Obi-Wan Kenobi trailers? Well, yeah, see here, we're unpaid help, and, <laughs> and, we, and we're unpaid, and we suck at our job, so congratulations. You get what you pay for, Tim. <laughs> I could have swore I saw it. Look at our jobs. You just... Link to that. 
you know what? I I beg to differ. I've seen some of the quality work we did to start this show. I'm kind of thinking we suck. <laughs> no, you're all fantastic. Stop we will rally down. and we'll get better tonight. All glorious humans that will forge forward. <laughs> Woo! Oh, just, boy, you are putting far I, too I much faith. I still need you just to, like, read off daily affirmations so that in the morning when I'm having, like, a craptastic morning, I can be like, what is Casey going to say nice to me? And you'll say uh, something, and it'll be fantastic. Talk about how glorious the day is that you're able to spend time with your wonderful daughter and how exciting that will be to grow within the, the seed within your soul. That is beautiful. Right? Though, have you seen the picture of my daughter that my husband posted today? The one of uh, her. Oh my word! Amazing. Good. It's amazing. <laughs> that, that that's that's just par for the course. That's going to happen lots more times. It oh, is. Yeah. It's this glorious. is not the first time it's happened. The first time it happened, when we asked her what happened, she goes, Daddy wasn't watching me. <laughs> Classic. Love it. Bus meet John. <laughs> anyway. That is awesome. Well, hey, before we jump into tonight's topic, uh, Casey, Mick, why don't you guys take a minute, tell everybody about the snobs, where they can find you, and what y'all do. All right. Well, yeah, we are the Scene Snobs. Uh, you can check us out on the Scene Snobs podcast. We're live every Tuesday night at 9 p.m., uh, we also have a couple of other shows called Mixed Movie Picks and Real Combat over on our YouTube channel. Uh, so, yeah, we were doing content every day for our anniversary month of October, but we're thankfully back to a much nicer, slower agenda. Um, <laughs> but you can go check out content fairly <laughs> daily all over our social media. I just tell everybody, go to thescenesnobs.com. we got links for everything there, explanations. If you want a good show where we're absurd, about movie topics and so much more, just head over there and you'll enjoy it. Their production quality is much higher than funny science fiction. <laughs> <Pretty sure. laughs> let's let's pump the brakes there. All right. Uh, I don't know. Uh, your no, your costume episode was pretty work great. Into that. Yes, you do. No, you do amazing work. <laughs> no one's put it down. I'm saying you guys, you know, you guys gotta your, stop putting oh, yourself down. All right. You give yes, it your that own. Okay with. <laughs> That's what I meant. That's what themselves. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I don't think we have the level of dedication that you guys have. I don't know if Mick I mean Mick shaved his mustache. I don't know if Mick would wow, brain. It's a Monday. Mick shaved his beard. I don't know if Nick would shave his mustache for the show. Uh, well, I only did it for the makeup that I had to put on last week. I didn't want it all in my beard hair. <laughs> and I certainly think that no one Tim puts and I in are far too comfortable in clothes to go with. Technically, I'm in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was only Mick puts Mick in the corner. I wish I would have kept the Geisha video. I should have kept that. that was <laughs> yeah, why didn't you keep it? I don't know because brain. Dumb. You're a dum dum. Pretty much, yeah. Brain things uh, happen backwards sometimes. <laughs> I get it, bro. <laughs> Leave Nick's stash no, alone. No, he doesn't, Jason. He looks weird. No, he looks weird. No, he said that he's saying that Mick looks good clean shaven. Yes, and I'm saying that Mick looks weird clean shaven. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, yeah. thanks for inviting me, guys. This is fun. Wow. Okay. See, Fake I thought be trailers I... telling me I look weird. That's awesome. I'm I thought so we were clearly here. just talking about our co-host, not our wonderful guest that we brought on to to nope. bash about his. I'm throwing everybody under the bus the tonight. Clearly, <laughs> how many trailers are you in? About four. None. None. <laughs> I should change I that. I should go better truly. <laughs> I'm the one with the weird patchy beard hair. If you make fun of anyone, this is the stuff to go with. <laughs> That's why it's like a like, blue light thing. It's I got this whole creep I was going to lighting is always like, you barely see you. Right? Just, it's the I, idea. <laughs> I truly appreciate, you know, well, don't make fun of Casey. I do truly appreciate, because you've already made fun of me. I'm not letting you get that get away with that one. Okay, fine. Um, and you look fantastic, Mick. Don't you let you. anyone put you down. I look like a chud, but it's okay. You cut um, that out. <laughs> Well, listen, let me tell you guys something. I wasn't worried about it. I truly appreciate you guys having us on so many times on the show. Yes, thank you. And for this very final time that we're going to appear on the show. Um, He speaks for himself. (laughs) No promises. No, we love having you guys on the show. You guys are always a lot of fun. And uh, uh, if we can get through the first 10 minutes without insulting you, then we've done our job. Apparently, we didn't do that tonight. We did not do that tonight. To be fair, I am mean to, to people fair. I like. Well, that's true. I am nice to people I don't like. Which is why she's never mean to me. I feel sad. 
I feel, so, like should, I feel like that's a reverse. We need to like de- let's okay. So this is no longer funny science fiction. We're on focused on forward. <laughs> tell us about the time in your life when you actually told people you don't like how you really feel about them. You, you know, abort, abort. <laughs> my therapist Get out of there. Get into me, that. and I think it was because she was sick of dealing with me. <laughs> I no longer talk to those people. <laughs> I just stick with the voices in my head. They know what's going on. Exactly. Right? As long as they're speaking English, I'm all good. All good. German one is great in here. Let me tell you. <laughs> Kathleen, <laughs> Kathleen is mad because she is the parent of a toddler. And I made a funny comment about toddlers. <laughs> and I didn't even have her in mind when I made the comment about toddlers. <laughs> but every parent of toddlers I'm thinks you're talking Horribly about offended. That. And to tie this into science fiction... The toddler had a lightsaber from Level Up lightsabers. Nice. And in all reality, Mick, it is legitimately just that I like beards. (laughs) So is my wife. Guys without beards? Super weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, you leave Casey alone. (laughs) No, I'm okay with it. Casey started it. No, he doesn't. Casey's got like Keanu Reeves beard, and I love it. That's really uncomfortable. It's more like Skeet Ulrich beard. Okay. There we go. Nope. Just showing off. I'm showing off the beautiful man patch that? that's resting on Casey's chin. <laughs> yep. It's it's uncomfortable on both sides. That's why I stick with the headset. It covers how weirdly <laughs> it grows in around here. Yeah. He's a beautiful man. He's looking good. Come on. Keep it going. What else you got? <laughs> just, make it darker. just make it darker in the room and no one could tell. Bingo. <laughs> Maybe a little mood lighting kind of circling. Just Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's a blue light special. I don't Casey, know. Go. What have we or, come into today? What is happening to us? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, exciting, but this though. show is completely the off the rails. We are. Or you can have Jason one of those... is okay with us being off the rails. So obviously, we're doing something right. That's right. Well, right now. John is the only nice oh, person in this whole. Thank thing you, John. Here. I love your face. Te mucho. See, I also prefer his face with beard on it. <laughs> I prefer I prefer my John Wass exactly where he belongs on my face. Oh, sorry, Love you, Jason, with Whoa. a beard. Whoa! Well, oh, would you look at that time? It was nice talking there. Oh, <laughs> just real. and breaking up those marriages. All right, Mick. John John has a point. There were rails. No, it's a hover car, John. Obviously. Oh, there's there's rails when the scene snobs are on. Hold on a sec. We We're just... gonna go stare at them. Oh God, no! <laughs> Sorry, my mirror right. is down here. I also like to point out this is what happens when we take a week off. <laughs> uh, we have all this pent up, and we took last week off. Uh, we we did a nice uh, rerun of uh, an interview we did a while back with Anna Graves, voice actress from uh, uh, Star Wars: Clone Wars, the voice of of uh, Duchess Satine in Star Wars: Clone Wars, uh, one of our uh, collective favorite interviews, and. Um, so we, we ran that last week. We took last Monday off. Everybody got to stretch their legs a little bit. And now we have all this pent-up energy. We don't know what to do with it. We got, we got the break we deserved, and we've got our spunk back. And we're going to talk about Dune and kill the spunk. I came home. Let's talk about Star Wars, watching. right? George Lucas for you. You got to start from the bottom of the screen. and then. Oh, that's off. right. Yeah, bring it down like over your face. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is what geeks do. This is what we really do. In case anyone was wondering, this is the behind the scenes. We sit here and criticize each other of well, if you actually want to get the angles correct and in order to properly have it be the same. In fact, no, Nick, but I'm with you, bro. This is what we do. <laughs> While playing with tiny light brights. <gasps> Score. Yes, and there's Millennium Falcon. Pew 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 pew. Obviously, yeah. you don't see mine right back there. <laughs> yeah, this this is from uh, this is a Kenner model from 1979. It's the nice, it's the diecast. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's one of my one of my favorites. All right, so I knew what like two of those words meant. Yes, but Tim, <laughs> my partner in crime gave this to me as a gift, and Aww. I don't care what anybody says. It's special. I got that one as a graduation gift when I was when I graduated high school. Okay, like twenty some years ago, Tim. Yeah, more than that. And Jason wants to know what's everyone's favorite toy. Oh, Uh, I got plenty of them. We got. We could do it like a whole show of show and tell. That wouldn't take much. Yeah, seriously, I've got a. I have to get a new one because my old one is gone from me. But I had the uh, Enterprise, the nineteen ninety one. 
that you actually was the die cast metal that you could separate top and bottom. I love right. that thing. Whoa. Play with it to death. All right. I told you, John. All right. We're going to use John's <laughs> comment to get us on target for tonight. I tried. I said do. Ish. Target ish. Book of Boba Fett, baby. So he, John says, I am more of a believer of Arrakis being ancient Tatooine after watching a good version of Dune. So, You're still going to watch all of it. So tonight we're going to talk about the movie Dune, of course, not the slow burn of stupid. That is the 1984 version uh, of Dune. Uh, but we're going to talk about the current 2021 version. Uh, we're going to talk about what we like, what we didn't like about the movie. And most of all, why Mick's wearing sunglasses and why... Uh, he was sad that Sting wasn't involved in running around in his metal under ruse. Um, he wears his sunglasses. Can you just get the show over with? Because you only invited me on here to say Dune doesn't suck. No, actually, that's not why. Um, I actually invited you on because I like usually... Because he loves you. I typically like your take on movies. So, I will say that publicly. I like I like your guys, you guys, both you and Casey, your takes on movies. I like your perspective, your viewpoints. So I want to see you, what you, you guys afraid thought. to say that publicly for some reason? <laughs> Just apparently. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's going to be held against me later. And I know that. So <laughs> on our show, when you come on, yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's my point. So, um, but so what I'm curious of is, is because, you know, anytime anybody's going to talk about doing there's of course going to be the correlation between, the 1984 version and the current version, there has to be comparisons because it's there's it's an A and a B and you have to kind of compare the two. Um, whereas both versions, I do believe, start off a little slowly. Clearly not as slowly as the 1984 version. The 1984 version feels like a long, slow knife going across your skin. So, so you haven't read the book. Nick, <laughs> you're muted. We can't hear your snarky comments over there. I said, how else are you supposed to get past the shields? <laughs> so, first off, uh, let's talk about what we did like. Um, Jason Momoa. Actually, yeah. But, like, as an actor. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. I think my Who's best, coming? The best <laughs> see, review I read about that was, you have all of these characters with names that fit this few 10,000 year in the future uh, movie and film. And then you have Duncan Idaho. Yeah. Actually, it might be Casey who said it. Yeah. <laughs> because that is ridiculous. But also, I mean, it makes sense. You figure someone, there's got to be one American who can trace their lineage back by that point. And I love that human, even, so. even that far in the future, there's still Jessica's. Yeah, right? <laughs> I think it was my son who said that. Uh, he's like, this is a great movie. I like how they included Aquaman. So, <laughs> Aww, because when he man. first gets in there, he has the beard on. And, of course, then then he shaved to look like Mick. Um, and, you know, which, again, there's another dude that looks better with a beard. Um, Momoa looks better with a beard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. He shaved oh, in the movie? And without a shirt. Mm-hmm. Did you... <laughs> So Aquaman, Kathleen. That's what exactly. you're Aquaman. It's just, yeah, okay. So basically, she's like, yeah, if he could run around shirtless and in a tight pair of jeans, my day would have been set. Or not don't necessarily. Even... He also could have had a long ponytail and was on horseback. Like Drogo, <laughs> unable to even speak or understand you, which is even better. I don't even care. He can't argue with me if he can't speak. <laughs> I watched the movie. So, so personally, I've watched the movie three times. And it ha- I happen to be the byproduct, not necessarily the byproduct, but like I watched it with my brother and then I came home and then my parents wanted to watch it. So I watched it with them. And then I had some friends in California that were like, oh, hey, we should get together and watch Dune. And I was like, OK. So I saw it three times and I picked up something new each time I watched it. So and one of those was not that Momoa shaved his beard. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Was just not paying enough attention. There is there is something that I will say about Momoa when he because I did notice as soon as he shaved his beard, I'm like, he looks like a chud like me. Yes. Like when you shave the beard, baby you face. look like a little baby chud, and you should be pushed into a river off of a cliff. Baby face. So, 
So what? Casey Malone and I are going to be holding hands this uh, Friday night as we get pushed off the cliff by Casey into the river. No, I, I oh, think first of all, I'm not killing anyone. By Friday, I'll be safe. <laughs> Jason wants to know: Did you notice Nick that he needed his shirt off more in that desert? No way. I thought no, he kept no his shirt on. Yeah. yeah, it was shocking that his shirt was on so much. Right. I, I, listen, I can't do this. I can't pick on a good movie. Let's go. Let's just talk about 1984s, dude. I can work back. <laughs> All right. Well, but we started are... off talking. We were supposed to be talking about the things that we liked about the movie. So, so. I will and we say, are. <laughs> come on, Tim. I will and honestly, say, as an actor, I'm sorry, Nick. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say, like, I also watched it. So some of my friends, they read the book. They mm-hmm. did appreciate that Duncan was actually in this movie. Whereas the 1984 version, he doesn't even exist. Yep. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, and he was he did a great job acting. Like he shows that care for Paul when he's whole, when he gives him the big hug in the desert when he finds him. It's like that that's who Duncan Idaho was. And as someone who read the book, I was like, thank you for giving me these bits that didn't exist in it. Now I can mo- finally mock eighty four. Well, finally, Duncan- after all these years, there's a good movie out, so I can <laughs> crap on eighty four. Duncan Idaho was in the movie. Was he was in the eighty four movie? But he Briefly, was like, he's cut like to nothing. Yeah, he meant nothing to it. Like, a line. Yeah, there's yeah. there's one scene where he where he's talking about going ahead of everyone to Arrakis. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, they they talk real real briefly there, and then. Wait, you made it that far into the 1984 one? I made it 47 minutes into 1984. You and made I... it a whole 17 minutes further than me. <laughs> and wait I... a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I was under the impression you have seen this movie before. I have. And I went back to watch it again. I was like, you oh. know what? I'm because I, I watched the I watched 2021 twice this weekend. I, I enjoyed it so much. And I thought, you know what? While I'm doing some paperwork and stuff today, I'm gonna play 84 in the background. Why? And for 47 minutes, I was questioning my own sanity. Yeah. You just so, need to jump to the 90 minute mark, and that's we'll just, where that movie gets good. We're just <laughs> Is that because it ends at 91? No, does it end at ninety one? Is that what's happening? No, there's I think another one twenty after. <laughs> I think that's when they start riding the sandworms or something. Exactly. That's when his name becomes a killing word. That's when Muhadib becomes a killing word. That's the best oh, part, bro. Oh, oh no, Mick's gonna go on a Mick rant. I see it. Okay, do it. I see it brewing. Yeah, because at ninety minutes, he's like, and that's the Dune. <laughs> that the... They screwed this in. movie up so bad. All right, here's. Here's my oh, oh my god! I hate that movie. It's so bad. This new movie, fantastic. Loved it. Watched it twice. That's a big thing for me. Casey knows that. Like that's a big thing for me to sit down and say I watched Dune twice. Right. <laughs> the Dune movie from 1984. What's up, George? Is possibly the worst science fiction movie of all time, and that's saying something. How are you boring in space? How are you boring in space? Star Trek tried that, and you know what their most boring episode was? The motion picture, and it was still good. It was still good. I'd watch oh the motion god. picture twice before I'd watch Dune 84 again. Oh my god. It's I mean, that's so fair. bad. And it doesn't get good at the 90-minute mark. It yes, gets, it does. It gets better. No, no it doesn't. <laughs> and, the, and the fact it's like that it gets well, better. Well, getting good and getting better are two different <laughs> Yeah, that's two different things. I mean, I mean I never said it got good. I said I enjoyed it. Let's be very clear. Fair enough. Fair enough. At the 30 minute mark, I shut the movie off because I thought that my eyeballs were going to fall out of my head because I was so bored. If it's a 90 movie. minute mark, it's better. But the creepy witch girl didn't keep it going for you. No. The Jesuit. He's not even kidding. What? Like that didn't help. No. no. <laughs> And the Did only thing that I that? hate no. from Warner Brothers uh, is that they did not. I thought going into this, I knew it was going to be broken up into parts. Right. Back when it was supposed to come out, and I was like, okay, I know it's going to be parts. So I'm, a, you know, I like the book. So I'm a little more, you know, into it. I'll check it out. Hating that 84 version with David Lynch. The director and I both hate this movie. And I'll tell you something. So I step in and I watch this movie and then I find out they didn't greenlight the second movie yet. Well, first of all, it should be three movies. I'll tell you that right now because the second movie should be the war and the rebellion on an axis 
And then the third movie should be the Emperor's plan comes forth at the end of the second movie. And then the third movie, it's all about what the Emperor's actual plan is. And Paul has to go and take over. That's what the movie should be. They should be a trilogy. I'm not going to curse because I, I know this is a family show, but screw you, Warner Brothers. For bleep, bleep, bleepers. Why would you not green light this off the bat? Right. If you're gonna, if you're gonna split it into chunks, then green light all of the chunks. I think they were so worried about the what the reaction would be because I think that the base reaction for Dune eighty four is very similar to what we're talking about here, where it's a very, uh, it's a really bad Flash Gordon. Um, Yeah. And because honestly, that's when I was watching it today. That was the first thing I thought of, and I love Flash Gordon. Don't get me wrong; I love it for all its campiness and silliness and amazing queen soundtrack uh, and, and all those other things but on the other hand it's also really bad you know you have to be honest about it. it's a, it's a it's a really good bad movie and there's a difference there is that you can have a really bad movie that you really really like because it's campy and cheesy and stupid in a way starship troopers yes Was says that uh, Dune should have been a trilogy. The Hobbit should have been one movie. Someone has their priorities seriously messed up. It's not priorities. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. 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 They just want to make it bigger to make it bigger, make it longer so they can get more money. I did like that they did simplify. I felt that they simplified the newer one a little bit better Mm -hmm. and didn't just throw you into a whole bunch of things. They're like, okay, here's a little bit of setup so that even if you didn't read any of the books, you could still watch this and be like, okay, it still makes sense. An idea. Yeah. Yeah. Right. With the new movie, what I like about it is exactly what Nick just said. It's very methodically laid out. So as the story's being told, you're going, oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay. That's why this is happening. That's why that's happening. And you, you kind of see the layers start to unfold and, and things getting the story getting built. And it's not just like in 84, it's here's everything. Yeah. yeah. It is a, a, vomit-esque sort of situation. Yeah, they definitely launch a lot at you and it's almost too much. It just comes thrown in your face and it's just uncomfortable. Every character at you right away and they're just like, here you go, this is everybody, just figure it out. And, you know, a lot of people were uh, mad that Fayed isn't in the movie and I'm like, but he shouldn't be. He doesn't show up till later. Right. Right. There's no point for him to be in this movie and plus it's setting up something so perfect and that they have to get somebody who is just as good as Paul in every way. They didn't do that with Sting. They just gave Sting a baby diaper that was metal and said, hey, I'm your equal. And you're just like, what? Are you kidding right. me? Why? There he came with a bass guitar, some metal underroos and some hip thrusts, and he was you know good to go. And I mean, like the even the other, even the YouTube reviews of it have been pretty mixed, which I thought... I actually feel is a good thing because that means that there are so many pros and cons for it. But one of the ones that I was watching today, they were talking about how it's hard to make a movie when there's that much source material mm-hmm. because Definitely. you do want to share all of that source material, but you also have to prioritize what you're going to use and right. when you're going to use it. And I feel like they did way better with that with the 2021 version. Well, they told this, they told the 2021 version in a linear fashion that works. Whereas that they were throwing everything at you. Right. Like Casey said, you know, right. all at once. And you're just like, this doesn't happen for years. What? what <laughs> yeah. It happen? was drinking from a fire hose. It was yeah, just absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I call it the, lo- I call it the uh, snowblower effect where yeah, everything just, you know, just thrown out there and, you know, you sticks. hope something lands. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. 2021 definitely came through with a concise story and they told it in a way that makes it all palatable. And that's one of the beautiful parts about it is they made it simple and they made it easy and they kind of created this character that now you're invested in and you're invested in mm-hmm. the other characters. And that's what 84 did not do <laughs> at all, unfortunately, right. was make you care. Like Paul Atreides was just a jerk. Like right. in 84, you're like, who cares about Kyle McLaughlin? He plays yeah, he a good just, jerk, he, whatever. He was just a whiny guy. So, you know, one of the things I, I like about this movie, because it is, of course, it is a science fiction movie. Now, I'm not going to give 84 too crap, much crap about it because it was 1984. We're in 2021. There's okay. an increase of technology. Mm, uh, Star Wars Return of the Jedi came out a year before. <laughs> um, 
I, Star Trek I, had already been okay. out with like three said, different movies. I said um, too much. I said nah. too much. I'm not going to give it too much crap. Mick gives it no credit. No credit. <laughs> Mick's giving it all the crap. Me. All the crap's going right to it. But I do like the fact that the technology that they showed in in this movie with you know the 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 thopters and the 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 sand crawlers to pick Freaking up the, cool. the the spice and the thopters were freggin amazing yeah. um but you know um the shields were way more believable in this version of the movie than 84 that whatever that block blurry block thing was over captain picard was the, awful the eight bit shields yeah the eight bit shields exactly it was like i kept waiting to hear the legend of zelda play behind him <laughs> right i want to know those shields were cooler in tron Exactly. I would like to sit down with an interview for Patrick Stewart and just say, so what was it like in, was it 1987 when you actually walked on a real sci-fi set <laughs> and it actually worked <laughs> rather than that garbage movie you were in in 1984? And he'd agree with me because he knows what good acting is. Yeah. Um, yes. He's the only good actor in that movie. Not in that movie. A lot of those actors got better after. Right. Okay. Or were better before. But in Dune specifically. <laughs> in Dune but specifically. In Dune specifically, there was no good acting. I, Come on. Go I, ahead, I was going to move on to a, another topic of something that I did like was yeah. I liked how they portrayed the Baron in this one. Mm-hmm. Yes. I did uh, and absolutely. I didn't. What? You didn't, want, you didn't want to see a guy with boils all over his face uh, again? I oh. did or not like... I did not like what they did to Stellan Skarsgård, but that's just because I think he deserves better. No, but that's the whole point of the Baron. It is. Yeah, he's supposed to be disgusting. It's gross. Yeah. And he was very good and ominous and with the, the neck thing lighting up and the, the Cybertronics yeah. as part of him. He was awesome. I like how they gave him like a Godfather kind of feel. And Stellan Skarsgård does that beautifully. Like yeah. he's got that... that attitude about him no kathleen he did it ugly that was the point well <laughs> so in here's here's another point in, in comparison between the barons so in 84 when uh, that version of the baron just kind of floats up to the ceiling like you like, actually make it like, far like he drank, is he, is yeah he pop or whatever like, like he's got to. flubber in his shorts you know just got <laughs> you know up he went. to him and we're just yeah. like hey go ahead up let's get out of here but in this version so he's sitting there you know he's talking to the the ben and 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 you know and then he after she walks away just the elevation mm-hmm. i was like ooh, it was yeah. it was so much more impressive than just oh look somebody popped the balloon and it's floating away, you know. But the reveal of the the elevation um, <coughs> over the table, yeah. When he's going, and you're just like, okay, you he see the uses feet drag. This, yeah, he uses this yeah. to intimidate. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is really that. cool. Yeah. It wasn't just like, hey, watch me fly. Right. <laughs> yeah, because the '84 Baron, the '84 Baron, not did not like worry me or I don't even know what I don't even know what noise I did for the flubber noise I'll be honest with you no the, um, the 84 Baron worried me for every like person on set that he was going to take into his dungeon basement with his video camcorder <laughs> because he looked like a, and acted like a clear pervert he actually also reminded me for me he was the uh, why I shouldn't eat that much sugar yeah, that's why he scared me I was like yeah I don't need that extra candy bar <laughs> exactly you're a leprosy guy yeah. You know, but Yout. this guy, uh-huh. like Nick said, this guy had the Godfather feel to him, where there was mm-hmm. there was intimidation, there was mm-hmm. there was something to be worried about the House of Harkonnen in this one that was not clearly not available in '84. Oh, and yeah. I think outside of the story, even that, as people watch this and they realize the incredible actor that Stellan Skarsgård is, and they realize where his sons got it from a little more, I think that they'll appreciate more of their work too, which makes me happy. Yeah. Because they need to be appreciated. I, mean, I don't think it, it, my personal feeling on that is Dune is not Stellan Skarsgård's. It's not at best all performance, and like you can it watch not any movie he's in and see that King Arthur. I think he carries mm-hmm. that kind of villain over very well into the Baron, and that's one of my favorite roles that he's ever done. When that he just gives that line, you know, when is a gift not a gift? It's like, whoa, yeah, whoa. yeah, he nailed it's that. Creepy. There um, were a couple of times though where I was watching him and I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's where Bill gets it from. <laughs> so what's the what's the and I'm sorry, and I, I cannot pronounce their the the other uh group. The Legion, no, not Atreides, not not Harkonnen, the, the one that starts uh, with an S. The, the Saracon and the Skirt yeah. Skirtigard or something like that. 
Skirtigard. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it's Skirtigard. I'm sorry if I mispronounced it. I never know how to pronounce it properly. Yeah, but okay, so in in 84's version, they're just kind of plopped on set that here we are and and you know, we're going to we're going to help out and we'll send you know, we'll send this many legions, okay? Mm-hmm. And then in, in this version of the movie, those dudes are freaks. Oh. Um and I was like I was like, "All right, this got a little creepy and it got a little cool and it, it made you understand the level of danger that was coming to Araxis to attack the the, the Atreides. Mm-hmm. You know, but, and it what oh. it wasn't just going to be just a hey, we're here to fight. Well, that that's the one thing I really liked about it was uh when Harkonnen's army shows up, their uniform in this. They're actually well done in, mm-hmm. in, the, in mm-hmm. the other movie. It just kind of seemed like ragtag group that just comes comes out. Like the, mm-hmm. when they show them, they're like, "Oh, they're all in uniform." Like the argument that keeps us tight. Like it's not just some army planet that just you know puts together whatever they have. It, right. There was an actual good. plan to what they were doing and how they were approaching it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, so there's the hallway scene where the uh, Harkonnens coming in from this side, and then you've got the Skurdegardigi to get that are coming in from this side, but they're they're repelling down from the. And I was like. Ooh. Yeah, those are creepy. Those guys <laughs> yeah. are coming for that. That was a scary idea of them coming after to attack you. It was, woof, yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as much cool stuff as we, we've seen in this show, what was it that you didn't like? I have one particular thing about this movie that I really don't like, and I'm hoping that I can I can move past it, but it drives me nuts. If I could just throw one more thing to the positive real quick. Yeah, absolutely. The the Bene Gesserit, I think, were done so much better in this movie. They I were, thought they were fan- fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. perfect. They were yeah, it actually seems like a real yeah. like, not, I don't want to say organization, but a real organization. Yeah. Organization, yeah, it was, yeah, real, no, it was you understood real this thing. hierarchy and who they were and what they stood for, and the fact that they interact with every other house. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, oh, okay, this is a they rise above almost. It's yeah, very yeah, cool yeah. to kind of get that, and that was a just perfectly done in this movie. No, one I think I really now on to the stuff we hate. No, 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 real quick. One thing I really liked were the ships and how mm-hmm. each ship was uh, like the dragonfly ship for the Atreides, like water based, so, so cool. it makes sense. and you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, all of the ships like being, you know, you could tell they're a part of their culture of their planet. I feel visually it was spectacular. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I wonder if a ship like that would actually fly. The Thopker? Like, yeah. I mean, dragonflies I, fly. Well, I, I know that, but like, I'd like to see <laughs> someone actually make a real Thopter and just be like, Plus, it's just fun to say, Thopter. Thopter. I'm going to write a Thopter. Thopter's good. If you lose a wing on your Thopter, you're in for a hell of a ride. I said Thopter, and then my mama put me in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, yeah, there was a lot of cool things. You're right. The ships are very cool. Um, I I do like that, how they were in. And if they made a Thopter, man, I think it'd be fun to ride. All right. So, let's talk. Like I said, there's just a couple things that drove me nuts about the, the whole movie. And it's something. It's it's a it's one particular character, mm. and the way it's run through the show. So so for me, if you guys want me to go first, I'll go, go first. Ahead. Yeah, go ahead. You're, see, you're, in, your interest. you're in the batter's box. Get to it. Okay, uh, <laughs> Lady Jessica. Oh, really? You didn't like her? I did not like her character. I didn't like the way she was portrayed. My problem was, and and I was trying to look at this from. From, from the 1984 version? No, 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 no. I, that would have screwed everything up. Um, <laughs> no, what I was trying to look at it, at her as a person, as someone who has gone through some crap. Because mm-hmm. everything that happens, that woman created more moisture on Arrakis than has ever been present on that planet. She cries the entire movie. And she's she's an emotional wreck. And, I, and the only thing I can think of... Is that she's gone through some crap with the Bene Gesserit because she broke the rules. She, you know, produced a male child when she wasn't supposed to. She's taught him the the ways of the Bene Gesserit, and, and you know, had he had to go through the testing and and all these things. And um, you know, there's all these reasons why she's afraid for him. And what? I keep and I keep thinking that maybe that's why she is the way she is, and why her character is portrayed the way it's portrayed. And I'm hoping it gets better in in in, in part two because part one it drove me nuts. I I don't see how she was crying the entire time go watch it again <laughs> she, she does cry a lot 
She, okay. The whole time so, she's in for the testing, you know, to put with the put the hand in the box, she's standing out the outside the door, almost doubled over in tears and crying. There's a reason for that, though. Yeah, she's taking that pain. She's no, I know. That pain. She's connected to him. Mm-hmm. I I know that, and I'm and like I said, I'm trying to to put myself in the position of, of you know, parents? she's. A, as a, as a parent. parents. Well, yeah. But at, oh, apparently you didn't get it. <laughs> apparently. No, but from her perspective of, of being so connected to him and knowing what he's going through, knowing that she's broken the rules and, you know, and all these things. And I'm trying to put all, all together and that maybe that's why there's so much crying. So- I have so many issues with these. She broke the rules. So she broke the rule because she was supposed to only have daughters. By having Paul, she was trying to push to have the one, the right. mind that will connect and help full right. time and space. Like, I so, get that in the story. Right. But my brain is doing the biologically, that's not her fault. No, no, correct. <laughs> no. And I completely understand that. But the fact that she broke the rules means the house mother still had to put her through true. more trials. She broke and went through all of these sort of like punishments in order to just marry you mm-hmm. know, so like she had to go through a lot. Like this woman is yeah. very strong and the the strength comes from her breaking too. Mm-hmm. I think we see her how yeah. strong she is through the breaking that much that having the one who what kind of dreams has she had? If she's so concerned about his dreams, you know, she's probably had some pretty screwed up dreams too. So self-edit, good job. But also because you see a loving mother through it. And we're gonna see that right. more in the next one, because like she does truly love her son. Mm-hmm. Right. wants him to be safe. That's why at the end she's, you know, pleading with him, like, no, just take us off the planet. We want to be gone. Right, we right. want to be here. Like, and it, it, like, breaks her heart when he's like, no, I'm one of them now. And it's but like... Also, also at the end, how she just shows her skill in fighting. Like, she, oh, yeah. she's got yeah. skill. Oh, yeah. yeah. And oh, she's also, brutal. Yeah. When she takes the Fremen leader, yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we all know that it, she's great and it, and the character's great. It's just that Tim and Kathleen hate women, obviously. <laughs> the only woman I hate. Easy. Jesus Christ! You pumped those brakes, Kathleen. God damn! It was a joke. I wanted to have none of that. What are you doing? That was a joke. You don't have the right to hate my friend. Oh. So. I'll try. <laughs> All right. There was only one time where she cried that I was slightly confused at. Um, it was when she was walking down one of the hallways. I think they were on Arrakis, and and then she like broke down crying and then like continued forward. Hmm. See now, I will also say that I that's a Tuesday. Don't <laughs> <laughs> cry, me. Keep going. Come on. What is happening so here? <laughs> so, uh, again, we're back to focus on forward. And, yeah, Tim, uh, you need to get her on your show, man. <laughs> Season three coming up. Um, You're special. So, or four. You know, so one of the things I've always said is, I, I, is I'm willing to go back and watch things through a different perspective. And so, you know, ha- having heard what Casey, both Casey and Nick said uh, about, you know, maybe some of the things that she's gone through, I'll go back and watch it again and, and try and look at it from that perspective of, you know, what she's, cause that was what I was trying to think of during the whole movie was, you know, is there something, cause I haven't read these books since I was a teenager. I don't remember anything really about them, you know, much. And, and I tried to forget everything from uh, 84 doing, although I tried putting that back in my brain today and that hurt, um, you know, so my memories of this are, are very faint. So trying to understand, you know, why this woman's crying, what's going on, what, what, what what's the issue here? Because it seems like, you know, the, my first cursory pass through of the movie, it seemed like for the first about 45 minutes of the movie, it's her doubled over in tears. Yo, could not agree more. I totally back that 100% because I had the exact same reaction. It wasn't until the second viewing where I really grasped onto that thought and went, oh, dang, you know, she's been through some stuff. See, but that's that's badass. It didn't bother me with the crying because I kind of understood it, it, you know, just from the, well, from compassion. Um, (laughs) uh, Just from being a generally good person. uh, Gosh. WW, what would Ted Lasso do? (laughs) Um, not that Jesus guy, Ted Lasso. Let's get it right. The mustache, just like Nick. So, uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I just, I took it. 
<laughs> from the point of view of like as his mother and as he's not even supposed to exist right how much stress does that put on her and her people and how much is she feeling through all of this and seeing and going through so like the crying didn't bother me because again like nick said especially at the end like she showed true strength in other oh areas. yeah absolutely mm-hmm. um, and see now like i said i need to go back and watch it i watched it twice but i want to go back and watch it yeah. again and with that perspective to, i need to watch it again because the first like half hour of the movie i was so distracted by the what have i seen her in? what else was she in why do i know that actually <laughs> <laughs> and then when i realized it was from seeing her in greatest showman and i'm like oh and the moment that she cried in the tent it's because he had a breakdown as well yeah. and yeah. he was like what did you do to me like yeah. this is your fault yeah because he's the lisan al-gaib and only she knows that he's supposed to die before he can become muhadib so it's like yeah. like that See, might that... be something else that's driving her insane is the fact that she knows she's seen that maybe that's her dream and i, I also just yeah. want to point out that both of those were words that i've been wanting to be able to pronounce all night and i left them alone because i knew i would slaughter them <laughs> but i was just waiting for casey to say well done casey well that's why you, you, i mean i mean i'm sure nick too but like if you need like if you need a geek thing said that you can't understand, Casey will tell you. I'm always here to help. And that's not a put down. <laughs> not I don't know what anybody says. No, no. Dude knows his has pronunciations of like the geek world. I've I'm not as good years. as Casey. No, so. you cut it out. You're amazing, Nick. <laughs> not, not with pronunciations. You should see us in, in fact, Nick, some of our, change uh... your name to amazing Nick. Because compassionless Tim over here <laughs> Apparently I am no, free not. of all compassion no, so, My only it. major issue with the movie Having never read the books And only seeing half hour of the first movie The first rendition of the movie <laughs> Is legitimately just a production thing It is just a production issue I what? hate Warner Brothers sound I hate how quiet their dialogue is and how blaringly yeah. loud everything else is. Yeah. Because when you're trying to watch a movie when your kid's asleep, mm-hmm. you can't freaking hear them talk. But then you have to like crank the volume back down before yeah. well, there's explosions. You know, Kathleen, actually, like when he makes his movies like that, he said completely that he's not keeping you in mind and your child. I know. So that <laughs> way... So it makes, it makes it blare even louder. For those of us with tiny houses, come on, people. No. So Tiny houses and tiny people. I did have an lost. issue with the whole sound Blade. aspect. Because... <laughs> so... True. Like, we had the TV up to 90 when normally we watch stuff at, like, 25. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, why? Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's like the Game of Thrones contrast. Why did I have to crank my brightness up to you know eighty nine to see right. anything? What in the world's going on? No, I couldn't agree more. I always have issues with that that sound factor as well. It makes me have to just read everything. And yeah. like, I have no problem with subtitles because <clears throat> I get distracted, and it's easier to have the wait. No, my my eyes saw the words, so now my brain can mm. understand. They no, you actually heard them too, but. And there were a few words I will say in the movie that I was like, "It makes what did sense, Mick. Don't mock me." No, no, no. I'm not I mocking agree you. With... I'm just saying you just woman explained subtitles to us. <laughs> I love the subtitles with it as well because I was able to understand those things. I had to do the same thing. More than anything else. <laughs> hey, I watched now, the first episode of Squid Game, and I'm right there. I know what's going on now. If you need it, if you're not understanding it, you put the subtitles on the bottom of the screen and you can read it and it tells you exactly what they're saying. Love you, Kathleen. All right. So, anyway, I feel better um, because of it. I will just say the one thing I didn't like about the movie. Yeah, please. And that's a big deal because I hated the 84 movie so much. It sucks. Dune sucks. 1984. Can't say that about 2021. Because we love you. You stop it. I think they ended it in the wrong part. I understand why they did it. They wanted to have a little more Zendaya. They wanted to have. They wanted to show the sandworms and riding, which is completely on par with not the fact that um, Paul didn't invent that. You know, <laughs> um, right? I would have ended it after he killed him and yes. rose up, and he became one of them. And once they said, "You are one of us." 
and you saw her face where she's crying. End it there. You go to the next one, and then that's where the movie takes place. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I think that's absolutely one of my biggest gripes was the ending point. Uh, More just the fact that it ended. I was so angry. I I was so mad when it ended. I was really into the movie when it quit. I was like, wait, what's happening? I feel like now knowing that the second one has been greenlit, that the ending Mm. is a little bit easier to handle. Agree. Yes. A little bit, but not a ton. Yeah, I I still wanted more. (laughs) I didn't even know it was going to be done in parts. Mm -hmm. And I totally missed the whole wordage saying part one. And you miss a lot of things. This is the first time through it. So I didn't I didn't catch the part one until I watched it the second time. So yeah, and I was like, we like looked at the time and we're sitting at like two hours, and I'm like, there's so much more to this story. What are they gonna do in this last half hour? And See, they're, just like, they're gonna 84 it. I really, yeah, I was afraid they were gonna do that. I was like, are they are they gonna give us everything in 25 minutes? Because that would suck. Yeah. And he went on to become death. What? And then he's the emperor. No! They just everything's like exposition for the next 25 minutes. All you're doing is reading, which then all of a sudden I don't know what to do unless Kathleen tells me. So I don't know what happens in the rest of the movie. I didn't even know who worked on the movie. Here's him riding the sandworm. Okay, now what we have next here? Oh, geez, there them them fighting. Look at he's fighting. He took over the city, and then they destroyed House Harkonnen. Oh, geez, there. Okay. (laughs) So, all right. What would you say is our overall feeling of? The new Dune. I made it significantly farther into it than I did the first one. <laughs> That's your overall feeling? Progress. I and haven't progress. actually finished hey, it yet. It's progress. So amazing. That's what I'm saying. It's I have amazing. not finished the, the my first watch through of it yet. Dune nineteen eighty four. The sequel was greenlit, like how Dune Star Wars twenty twenty one. Amazing. We're being digitally gaslit. Probably. Probably it could have happened. Could have been a thing. It's possible. Right now, John. No, that didn't happen. Exactly. I will 100% admit I was supposed to watch Dune this weekend, and instead I binge watched Schmigadoon. Brigadoon? No, Schmigadoon. Schmigadoon. Oh my gosh, it's on Apple TV. It's flipping. It's a comedy where two where a couple gets stuck in a town that's a singing town, like a 1940s musical. It, it's, it's a it's it's a playoff of Brigadoon. Yeah. Casey, there's an entire musical number about corn pudding. <laughs> okay, I'm in. <laughs> Sold. It is. All right. So anyway, um, <laughs> there's science to it and everything. I love Martin science, Short's bro. Wait, okay. Why well, can't we talk Short. about It's a funny show. This is funny science fiction. It's about a show oh, that yes. just randomly appears. We I have mean, to talk come about on, comedies we don't know if it's and science, science fiction. We don't know if it's science fiction or not. They get trapped in a town, Tim. It, it could be. It it's like be. sliders. Hey, let's talk about another sci-fi thing because we're we're done with with Dune here. Everybody seemed to appreciate it. Oh yeah, I love the new one. Absolutely. The Atlanta season good. three trailer. What's what? that? Huh? The Atlanta season three trailer. Amazing. All right. Okay. Is that Does sort of like know the... the show Atlanta? No, really? I know Atlanta. It's just a little left field. I was just like, okay, sure. Yeah, let's not go, go back to science fiction. It's not left we like, field. We like making that. his left fieldness. This whole bit I, was I just, I just thought we were going to talk about, about something Did else. Did we have anything other than left field tonight? You know, like the uh, book of Boba Fett. Did you, did you literally you comment show on your tonight. own show and then bring the comments on <laughs> to change the time? There are banners you can use. <laughs> you have to get our attention. And you have banners. We're going to talk about book of Boba Fett. I Boba Fett. That up like a long time ago. Made it 53 minutes into the night's episode. 53 minutes into the show. Put the banner up. We're doing, already. Please we're, do so. we're doing great. All right. So Smash that like and subscribe button. Smash it. Even All if right. that's just as you're trying to find the escape button, run away. <laughs> All right. So, Book of Boba Fett, the trailer dropped. I think it was today, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. The first, the first time I saw it was today. So, um, I, I, apparently, I have to wait till December 29th to start watching this because Disney hates me. Um, Less than two months away. Right. That's, that's two months too long. They love so. you enough to at least be giving it to you. 
They're, they're, they're <laughs> one episode a week at a time. Oh well, let's just that's, <laughs> that's terrible. just because they need you to keep your subscription going. If they give it all actually, to you at once, you know you'll what? Watch it and you'll binge and you'll be done. You know what? That's I've actually grown to pay for the stuff they make. Oh, I've actually, yeah. I've actually grown to appreciate the the but going back to the one episode a week like it was when I was a kid and getting the suspense and looking forward to the next episode, having something to talk about with your friends in between, not, Hey, I watched all of season two of stranger things. You know, what did you think of it? Well, I haven't watched season one yet. Well, what the hell, you know? So season two yet. (laughs) Don't ask. What the crap, Kathleen? I have a problem. Okay. (laughs) So anyway, but I I am very excited for, for Boba Fett, like really excited for Boba Fett. To actually have some quality screen time to get into his story and to not you know, just be thrown in a Sarlacc pit. Y- y- rude. <laughs> um, Ta-da. AKA Sandworm. Truth. That's what happened. <laughs> 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 she, 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 she lied and was just. Like, I'm dropping truth bombs over here and apparently offending everybody. That's are right. We not, are we not taking Return of the Jedi into account when we talk about the movies? Uh, yeah, but still, you know. Yeah, but. I mean, I understand he wasn't really fated to do much after watching his head, his dad's head roll right towards him. He was like, well, guess shouldn't mess with Jedi, huh? Whoopsies. Well, my life's going to suck. Yeah, good luck, me. <laughs> that would be great if that was like his line. He was like, not messing with them. <laughs> All right, we got Screw these four Jedi. minutes left here. We have no time constraint anymore. There's Wait. nothing going on oh, after us. No, we have no we have no time limits. We can go as long oh. as we want. Okay. Well, in that case. All night long. Just like no, Lionel. You got me for four minutes. Come on. <laughs> Fine, we'll keep Casey then. All right. Hi. Okay. <laughs> well, let's take the next. <laughs> no, come back. What? He, oh, left. he actually. He left. is no. gone. Gone. No. Oh yeah, he's wow. gone. Gone. Oh boo. <laughs> Nick, I just want to say you hurt my feelings, and that was very wooed. I was just gonna say, Mick, tell us all about the wonderful stuff that you've got there coming up. Oh, now he's now he's back in the green room wanting to come back into the show. Look at me leave completely. I think <laughs> somebody I will go the... put my feet up and eat candy. You I got stop the feel... it. I get the feeling that somebody hit the wrong button completely because you were out of studio and gone. I know. That's what I hit. I hit leave studio. I can't put myself in the green room. Oh, well, that's true. That is true. So uh, I was getting to a point where I was going to say, well, it seems that we're all really excited for Book of Boba Fett. I know we're kind of glossing over it, but I really do want to get to a point where you guys can tell us about some of the stuff that you guys got coming up uh, on on Scene Snobs. I know you guys got some cool stuff coming. Do we? Well, we've uh, got Real Combat that's been cruising along, and it's been a blast of a show. Uh, yeah, this is a lot of fun one. convincing Mick to watch a movie, and it's been a wonderful debate show. This week uh, actually starts the non-horror version. Anybody, you can do any uh, genre you want. So Ooh. we are going down to one one episode a week, though. It was two, but now we're going to do one for from now on. Are you still planning a tournament of champions? Yes, yes, I am. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I want to get you know, some more people on that are non-horror uh, specific. Mm. I've got. Um, I'm looking at you, the offender. <laughs> oh no, the offender stays in jail. She ain't coming on. Um, no, you know what I still won. I still get to go in the tournament of champions. Okay. Come Ooh, on. It's like Pete Rose is gonna be great. We'll see. Kathleen, I'm throwing down the gauntlet. Oh, John Wass. Yeah, John and Ooh. Kathleen could go head to head. It'll be we could interesting to say the least. Uh, although he said, I'll keep Casey. So that will be an unaired episode. Um, <laughs> uh, so just so you guys know, with the Scene Sounds podcast, we are brand new tomorrow night live uh, back after our Halloween event. So we'll be talking about that more. Um, unfortunately, Casey will no longer be a part of the show, considering I guess he got adopted by Funny Science Fiction. What? I just what found out about it. Whichever one of us. John Ross said they're keeping if, you. What am I if it helps you, Casey, here? we just found out about it too. But brother, we will totally keep you. <laughs> I don't know what's you happening. I need an adult. How <laughs> dare mommy you? and daddy always throw me around? Casey, you are <laughs> the adult. Well, if you need an adult, you're in trouble. Because <laughs> yeah, oh, I've been be... there. Been in lots. You of need trouble. an adult. You're adult. 
Casey yeah. and I will be live and in charge tomorrow night on the Scene Sounds podcast. Just go to thescenesounds.com and that's where everything is. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, all of our RSS feeds, all the things and bobs and doohickeys and buttons and pressies. So like yeah. us and uh, go give us five stars and review us and then tell us how terrible we did. Like it. As a longtime subscriber, I can tell you that you're not worth uh, leaving a negative review for. So make sure oh, that you I leave them a positive it. review. Thank you. They got a, they got a really good show. Honestly, five give them five stars. Negative review. Thank you so much. Tim friend. is not compassionless. Change your name. Yeah, you just Aww. you just swapped it. Look, his heart grew at the end. It took the course of the episode, and his heart has grown four times its size. Aww. Did we did we Grinch? Uh, you Tim? Grinched Tim. Oh, no, we quiet down, him. Kathleen. You you turned into the Grinch. Uh, Tim. Did no, you, you didn't. Not, not surprising. <laughs> I will be the Grinch until, like, January 15th at this point. Aw. Uh, all right. We'll be back on uh, Funny Science Fiction on January 28th. There you go. But, Once uh, seasonal depression goes away, I'll be fine. <laughs> So last Friday, we released our interview with Renee Jacobs. And if you don't know who that is, check out this little promo video. Getting there. Okay, got it. And at the moment, April O'Neil, Channel 3 Eyewitness News. Hi, my name is Renee Jacobs, and I did the voice of April O'Neil on the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I'm on. So that was our last week's episode. You can still find that at Funny Science Fiction on our YouTube channel. You don't say. On our YouTube channel. And your favorite audio podcast providers. And remember, your subscription to our YouTube channel is a major help. All right. And so that was last Friday. This Friday. I'm so excited. We're all really excited about this. I'm so excited. I'm interrupting Nick and just like kiboshing what he's saying because. She's like, shut up. I can talk. This week, we get the coolest guest we've had on Funny Science Fiction ever. Thanks. Pretty sure. I'm sorry, guys. I love Mm -hmm. you. you No, it's totally great. But I'm fine with it. <laughs> this week on Friday, we put up our interview with a very, very special guest, the only bar grill and hollow sweet arcade owner in the galaxy who could properly teach us all of the rules of acquisition. Check out the trailer. I'm your host, the proprietor, a sympathetic ear to the wretched souls that pass through these portals. Volunteering. We can haggle over price later. Hi, I'm Armin Schimmelman, and welcome to Funny Science Fiction Podcast. Everybody look at Casey's face. Everybody look at So if you got excited and went, holy crap, that's Quark, we did the same thing. Uh, Yo, you got to talk to Quark? No, no, I'm calling BS. What do you mean you got excited, Tim? You hate Star Trek. I'm coming around, and I was really excited to talk to Armin. He has a lot of other things, too. Oh, my gosh. Like, so, So, grew up on DS9. Love DS9. Quark is my favorite. I I struggled with this interview so much because I was so freaking excited. And he was the principal in Buffy. Come on. (laughs) Sorry, I should not squeak so loud. No, you never apologize for your squeak. So I just want to be able to make it so that humans can still hear me. That's awesome. So yeah, so we're really excited to have Armin on. We had a really great chat with him. We talk about, of course, his time on Buffy. We talk about a bunch of other projects that he's done uh, as well. He's also an author, and this upcoming Friday, as our episode drops, he has a new book releasing this upcoming Friday, part of a trilogy of books that he's written. And so we talked to him about that, his writing process, everything else. Not only that, but we also put it out to our Facebook group and asked our, our Facebook group members to if they could ask a question of Quark or Armin, what would they like to ask? And so we asked him a few of those as well, and he was kind enough to answer. So you want to be sure to tune in this Friday on Funny Science Fiction or uh, either on YouTube or your favorite audio podcast 
destination and you'll be able to uh, check that out. But it's an amazing interview. Armin uh, was extremely gracious, wonderful guy to talk with, and we can't wait to have him back. I'm going to throw so. one more thing out there about Friday. It's the release of his book. And the dude turns 72. Yeah. So, yeah. That's I awesome. just looked it up and totally forgot. Uh, 72, 73. 73. 73, so, yeah. yeah. So, so that's a lot of cool stuff to, it's, it's to a, do. It's and, a big Friday for him. So, it is. Uh, we're very excited to have it. So please you know, go and check that out. And of course, uh, as excited as we are that, about that, we don't want to forget our guest tonight because uh, Mick felt are, are the, the nowhere near as good as uh, <laughs> Kathleen's favorite guest that's coming on well, Friday. But yeah, look, no, at least, I mean, look, at least you know it. It's out there in the world for you to know, Nick. It's it's not it's not hidden in the shadows anymore. Listen, guys, this is Funny Science Fiction Podcast. When we need guests, you're our guys. <laughs> Until we can we, find we, the cooler we're guys. <laughs> when they're scraping the bottom of the barrel, what's up? You got us. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, hey, thank you so much, though, for being on the show tonight. Really wow. excited to Love see what you guys, guys got coming up. Appreciate, Appreciate you guys having us so much. I, I wish everyone could watch Casey's face as he watched that little promo video. <laughs> right? He was like... I, I was pissed that I didn't get to see his face because I know as soon as he started talking, as soon as Rules of Acquisition was named... Yep. I said oh bar grill and holodeck and I like watched his eyes go his back. eyes got really big and then his mouth started matching the size of his eyes. <laughs> I had Helen Udion who played Quark's uh girlfriend on the show for one episode and Casey was excited. So as soon as I heard rules of acquisition, in my mind Casey's head exploded and I have no co-host tomorrow. <laughs> what's happening bring me back i don't want to see this i want to see if my my best friend and my co-host is dead uh <laughs> there was there was a part hey, of the interview okay over there? where all of a sudden i did the i have tunnel vision i'm gonna pass out in the middle of this interview nope nope we are maintaining consciousness we've got this <laughs> Just start pinching my thighs. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm still alive. I can breathe. I'm okay. And we learned something about his character as Quark. Hmm. Yeah, there's a really neat part in the interview that you're going to want to watch. Uh, a little bit of a uh, little bit of Quark trivia. Ooh, I so, like it. Checking it out for sure. And so, it's yeah. also really fun to watch Tim get corrected by Armin Shimmerman for saying Ferengi wrong. <laughs> I did Whoa. say Ferengi wrong. Yeah, Blue. Captain Star Trek fan. Right, gay. <laughs> Get did, I, did, did I just say it wrong again? No, you said it right this time. I, I, was, I was saying. I think I after Armin corrected you three times. Oh, twice, twice, twice. <laughs> the third time I got it on my own. I double checked before I said it. Oh, he corrected great. me twice. Hey, would you look at the time? We got to go. All right, we're over our time limit. <laughs> And Tim is now never doing a show with Kathleen ever again. <laughs> oh, that seems unfortunate. That's two shows. <laughs> and done. <laughs> oh That's God, four more interviews this week. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, Mix so Maddie's kicking gas. I knocked over my Ouija board. Oh, no. Oh, don't have that. Did Just you knock it over or did it knock itself over? What would you, you, know, look at you, the oh, you know why I have it? Because ghosts aren't real. True story. All right, well, we guys. Know who believes in them, the ones who didn't say anything. Well, that's our show. <laughs> no, they still want to get into it. Well, would you look at the time? We've got a thing. Hey, guys! That's a whole other episode. <laughs> eight minutes after an hour. Yeah, we're, staying, we're only eight minutes here. over. It's not really that big of a deal. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of Funny Science Fiction, we'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our future episodes, please contact us by means of our Facebook group, Funny Science Fiction. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram using the handle at funny sci-fi, or you can go to DraytonAllen.com and click the contact me link at the bottom of the page. Thanks again. Hope you enjoyed the episode. 